Everything had been arranged in a couple of days, and here they were. And already, before they had got to Roxham, they had met this boy, who seemed more of a sailor even than John or Nancy. Things were certainly coming out all right. Hello, said Dick, soon after they passed Salhouse Station. There's a heron. What's he doing on that field where there isn't any water? Frogging, said the strange boy. And then, suddenly, Are you interested in birds too? Yes, said Dick, but there are lots I've never seen because of living mostly in a town. You don't collect eggs, said the boy, looking keenly at Dick. I never have, said Dick. Don't you ever begin, said the boy. If you don't collect eggs, it's all right. You see, we've got a bird protection society not to take eggs, but to watch the birds instead. We know 37 nests this year. 37, said Dick, just along our reaches, Horning Way. Our boat's near there, said Dorothea. By the way, said the boy, you didn't see two girls in this train, twins? No? They were in Norwich this morning, but I expect they drove back with their father. Otherwise, they'd have come this way. We always do. Going by bus, you don't see anything of the river worth counting. There's a hawk, said Dick. Kestrel, said the boy, looking at the bird hovering above a little wood. Hello, we'll be there in a minute. The train was slowing up. It crossed another river, and for a moment they caught a glimpse of moored houseboats with smoke from their chimneys, where people were cooking midday meals, an old mill, and a bridge, and a lot of masts beyond it. And then the train had come to a stop at Roxham Station. The strange boy was looking warily out of the window. On the platform, he saw an old lady looking up at the carriage windows. He also saw the station master. He chose his moment, and slipping down from the carriage with his paint can and coil of rope, was hurrying off to give up his ticket to the collector at the gate. But the station master was too quick for him. Hum, he said. I might have guessed it was you when they rang me up from Norwich about a boy with a ticket for Roxham jumping on the train after it had fairly got going, told me to give you a good talking to. Well, don't you do it again. Not broken any bones this time, I suppose. The boy grinned. He and the station master were very good friends, and he knew that the railway officials in Norwich had not meant him to get off so easily. I was on the platform in time, he said, only I was looking for port and starboard, and then I slipped, and the train started, and I simply had to catch that train. Port and starboard? said the station master. I saw them go over the road bridge with Mr. Farland more than an hour ago. They'll have had their dinners and be on the river by now. Yes, madam, let me give you a hand. He was talking now to Mrs. Barrable, the old lady, who had just found Dick and Dorothea. The station master reached up to help Dorothea down with her suitcase. Well, and here you are said Mrs. Barrable, kissing Dorothea and shaking hands with Dick. And who was that other boy? she asked. We made friends with him in the train, said Dorothea. He knows a lot about boats. And birds, said Dick. Mrs. Barrable watched him as he hurried through the gate and down the path to the road. Haven't 
I seen him before, she said. And who are the port and starboard he was asking about? That's Tom Dudgeon, the doctor's son from Horning, said the station master. You'll maybe have seen him on the river in his little boat. He's not often away from the water in the holidays. And port and starboard, queer names for a couple of girls. But there was the guard, just waiting to start the train, and the station master never finished his sentence. Busy man, said Mrs. Barrable. Come along, Dick. Written any more books, Dot? You really have done well in keeping your luggage down. We'll easily find room for these. I've got a boy with a handcart to take your things to the river. We're going down by water. Longer, but more fun. There's a motor launch going down to Horning, and the young man says he'll put us aboard. The teasel's lying a good long way below the village, but we must have something to eat first, and I must get you some boots like those that boy was wearing. You'll want them every time you step ashore.